season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come out. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. It is seriously one of my favorite things to get a text about something that we talked about a month or so ago and just randomly fired into our DMs and just no context, just like, oh, by the way, blah, 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 blah. It's like, we talked about that? Agreed. Agreed. So uh, we, got, got? we got one 402-403-9478. Uh, and this one wasn't that long ago, but it's been a minute. Uh, it says, uh, hey, uh, hey, guys, listening to episode 626, you asked if you can find wild hamsters and guinea pigs any, anywhere. I look at all these miniature dog breeds like Chihuahuas, Pomeranians, and the others that have these high maintenance grooming needs, <laughs> or they just turn into one big dreadlock. And I wonder, hmm. Where in the world did wild Pomeranians, Chihuahuas, and Shih Tzus exist? How do they survive before human intervention? Can't even mm-hmm. let them poop alone because of hawks. And yes. then says, uh, could you imagine a herd of Shih Tzus, Karina and Kansas, which we have talked about the herd of Shih Tzus. There used to be a thundering herd of Shih Tzus that came in from West Omaha. Yeah. If I remember right. Kicking up dust all the way, a little, little two foot. little. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you're right. Well, yeah. See, that's where... That's where if you want to if you want to stop people from from screwing with nature, that would be a good place to start because that's why we have those animals. Right. It's because somebody decided to breed them down to make littler and littler and littler ones. Um, That's how we got teacup poodles. That's how we got teacup palms. That's how. No, that doesn't happen in nature for good reason. That's that's lunch. Because hawks. (laughs) They don't have any defense system whatsoever. (laughs) <laughs> right there they can't live in the wild so that would be a good place to start if you really wanted to uh tell people to quit messing with mother nature <laughs> yeah right let's start as making, cute as they are or let's start making things that can uh, are self-sustainable you know like they can take care of themselves let's teach cats to scoop let's teach pomeranians well, to take walk themselves let's teach them to pull, pick the poop up let's advance the breed cats have been around for a long time Long, long time, right? Yeah. yeah. But, and then I saw a picture of a breed of dog. It was a video. And I can't remember where it was somewhere in, in Asia, but it was a breed of dog that was, it wasn't a dog. It's not a dog. It was not a fox. And it was not something else that, that, that they're, they're all three individual. And this is a fourth. It's its own, what, genus? I don't know what you call it. But anyway, uh, and it looks like all of those. To a degree, but it was none of those. Ew. I'm like, okay, that's a breed I've never seen before, but that's but it's been around for like eternity. But that's that's what the, you know, like some of the animals, and they they breed them to make them more hospitable to whatever domestic uses somebody wants them for, right? So they a lot of dogs as they get bred down. German shepherds are a good example of that, even though too you look at what German shepherds look like a hundred years ago, they don't look like that now. Because they've bred for the things that that people like the most, as yeah. opposed to keeping the breed true. Um, interesting that you remember we were talking about Ruby Dooby Doo, um, the um, I can't say the breed Doberman. I was going to say Great Dane. Thank you. Um, the Doberman that passed away, right? And now he's got a new one, and the new one's name is Bruce, and is a puppy. And the neat thing is, is he does a lot of education in his videos, the guy that is the owner. So you can go to Ruby Doo's, 
Ruby Dooby Doo or Ruby Doo. I can't remember whatever it is on anything on social media. And you'll see the, her, her dad, so to speak, and his whole family. But he's got the new puppy now and they're going through all the stages of having a new uh, Doberman. And he does a lot of educational videos talking about the breed, talking about, you know, how he's very sure to, to follow the specifics of what the person who created this breed, whose last name was freaking Doberman, by the way. Which is crazy. Um, and why Pincher? What does Pincher mean? I don't know. I didn't, I haven't gotten to that, that chapter yet, but <laughs> Doberman, um, but they're everything from the, why they, why they do their ears, why they have them, you know, how they train the cartilage. So they stand up. Oh, okay. That's just part of the breed. And then all the way through trimming their nails, how to get puppies used to it, but they're very specific and he wants his puppies to be exactly as they were intended as opposed to some people who breed them for special or specific attributes. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And the horse world is the same way. Um, you know, depending on the breed of horse, it has to check certain boxes. But some of the like you watch like the uh, Westminster Dog Show and there's every once in a while there's a new breed that's been brought into the Westminster. Right. Dog like what? Show. Where'd they find that? It was under a rock in Siberia. I don't know. But they all of a sudden they have a new breed because somebody got creative or somebody got bored and they decided we're going to mix these two together. Um, but they don't always accept all the new breeds. It's like they have to stick around a while and I don't know, prove themselves worthy. I'm not really sure. But it's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, the, the whole <laughs> wild dribble thing, um, as we discovered, there are such a thing. There yeah. are such things. Um, but people have taken them into their house and made them their pets, kind of like other rodents that people do that with. Right. Like, yeah, <laughs> I know. I know people say like rats are super good pets. And again, no, get, they're smart and they do tricks, but it's like still it's a rat, dude. It's a rat. Bottom line, at the end of the day, it's a rat. Um, okay. So I had a couple of funnies. Uh, first off, going to just address real quick as we're heading out of the weekend um, that this last weekend, a couple of things happened. First off, I saw. Um, our buddy, do, 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 let me find it real quick here. Where did you post it? We were talking about, because the weather this weekend was just crazy. Um, oh, oh Jim Phillips, our buddy, Jim Phillips, right? Remember we've had him on the post on the podcast a few times. Mm -hmm. Um, but he said that Sunday, 87 degrees, record high temperature for September 23rd. Previous high was 84 <laughs> set in 1899. And I, you can't, can you trust 1899? I don't know. Where, I don't know what they, they used to measure it. Where'd they write that down? And where'd they write it down that it lasted this long? They, it's, but it's never been that hot since 1889 when it was 84 and it got hotter. So we have a new brand new record for Omaha is 87 degrees. But the wind. The wind was oh nutty. Absolutely crazy. And the fires. Um, and then the rainstorms. They had like thunderstorms popping. We had rainstorms and firestorms. Right. I and thought it was a mistake when we were driving around and they popped a tornado warning for out there. I'm like, this is crazy. What's going on? Yeah, everything. We got a little bit of everything. I don't think anybody got snow in Nebraska yesterday. I'm not sure. I don't think I so. I didn't see that. that. But uh, got a little bit of everything yesterday. So I hope everybody was safe in uh, south of us in Lincoln. Lincoln area and south of Lincoln, southwest of Lincoln. Um, they had opened the, the Lancaster Event Center up so people with livestock could bring them in if they needed to evacuate. And and some areas, you know, down south, they were they were thinking, I think they did evacuate a couple areas or it was kind of a voluntary evacuation. Um, Denton was mentioned. And you, you'd said too down in Hickman that they were seeing some 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Southeast too. High was opened up for people to go there if they needed to. And so I don't know how many, what the extent of the evacuation was, how many people took advantage of that, but at least it was in the works and getting going. It's very, oh my gosh, very scary. You don't, you just don't, you know, there are, we had those fires out in Western Nebraska um, earlier. You just don't think about it. But this time of year is the worst. Some fields still haven't been harvested yet. And it, it's just like a tinderbox out there. So one ember from somebody grilling or whatever, phew, it just, just go. like yeah it goes up so fast that halsey fire was amazing yeah um and and it, i mean granted when you when you zoom out grand scheme of things it didn't seem like it covered that big of a territory but it really did and it did have the the whole town of halsey which i know is a village but they all had to evacuate um as well and it just and you're thinking all that all that wide open space out there and it hit lady bitty halsey it found the village of Halsey. There's there's like two towns yeah. per county out there. <laughs> I think the, I would think the chances of a fire doing that are are much much higher than a tornado finding a little town like that. You think, um, yeah, like a tornado finding yeah. Halsey, one thing, but like a fire, you know, and it could be just a small little village or a small little area. But, but there's but you can't like what do you do? Like you have to you have to get out of there, and it destroys people's go. lives. Even if it's not a yeah. whole town, it's like it they have to go. They got to go. I got a question for you. Something I heard the other day, just talking about there being two towns per county kind of thing. So we got what, 90, 98 counties? Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, 92? I can't remember. Dang it. Anyway, Sarpy County, there's five cities in Sarpy County. So you got Gretna, Bellevue, help me out, Papillion. La Vista. La Vista. Uh, Ralston's not in. There are Sarpy. 90, 93 counties. So, you, one of those numbers you threw out there was correct. It looked like 98 in my mind. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I who think knows? I actually, mean, and is Plattsmith in Sarpy? No, that's Cass. Okay. There's five cities, though, in, in Sarpy County. And I had heard somebody talking about it, and they said that is the most cities in any county in Nebraska. What? I don't. Is that like, true? Is it cities? Is there is there the definition of city by definition? I don't know. Because I mean, like, there are counties that have a lot of little towns. Like, well, Douglas, we've got, and if you're annexed, then you become part of Omaha. So Elkhorn's not a city anymore. You're Omaha. So the whole Douglas County is Omaha anymore. Basically, I mean, is Fort Calhoun in Douglas? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Well, yeah. it might be. Hold so, on, let me look. Yeah. So I don't know. I I mean, if that's the case, then. Douglas County cities. And a city like Omaha, is Wahoo a city or is Wahoo in Lancaster County or is that in? Which one? Wahoo. Wahoo's in Saunders. Okay. Let me look here real quick and see. And and so I didn't look it up at the time. But it, 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 on the surface, that's, that sounds right. So Ash, okay, in Wahoo, I see several towns. Uh, it depends on your definition of a city, I guess. But like Weston, Mead, Utan. Malmo, Lachera, Memphis. Yeah, I think cities. Towns. So those are like villages and towns and cities. Right? Like this is a technicality. This is a BS technicality stat. Like, <laughs> well, nerds are out there trying to figure out some cool stats, and it's a total technicality. Nebraska County with most cities. I'm googling it right now. Boom. Nebraska counties by population. That's not what I asked for. That's not what I asked for. This seems like the first time Google's ever seen this question, I bet. (laughs) Just saying. You should get an award for that. (laughs) If you're able to ask Google something that's never been asked before, you should get something for free, damn it. Yeah, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm gonna just um I don't know, but anyway, I heard him talk, and maybe that is how they were defining it by whatever, like a certain number, like over two thousand residents or something like that, to make it. A, what is a city? I don't know what the difference is between a village and a city. Other than size, that I, I maybe size. It's got to be population, right? Oh, it has to be population. Um, village and city, town and city, whatever. Village, okay. Duh. It's a, here's what it gives me: a village is a really is a small community in a rural area. <laughs> a town is populated area with fixed boundaries and a local government. A city is a large town. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> so. And you have to have definite boundaries and the government. Okay. Apparently, cities. But that's a town. But then, if you're big, if you're town. a big town, then you're a city. So, like, what, what, what's the, what, what, what's the threshold between town and uh, big town and small city? Okay, difference between cities and towns in Nebraska. Uh, village is a municipality of a hundred to up to eight hundred inhabitants in a village. A city has to have at least eight hundred people. In Nebraska, there are 529 municipalities, which is a group of people. <laughs> 147 are cities, 382 are villages. So there's only 147 cities in Nebraska. Okay. Well, that's interesting. What are cities in Nebraska? Cities, Omaha, Lincoln. So that's got a list of all the cities. It could be. I mean, it could be that, that Sarpy has the most cities in Nebraska. That's yeah. kind of interesting. I don't know. Is it? There's, whatever. <laughs> we're we're kind of low on, on content. I mean, today, so shut up. <laughs> All right. Two of my favorite posts from this weekend. Uh, a girl that was, uh, she was going on a date and she was, she had been like, kind of like live posting it that she was going on a date. She hasn't been on a date in a long time. And so she was posting the fact that she accepted the date. She was getting ready for the date. And um, she was, for some reason, I don't know why, but she was at his house. I wasn't following the entire thing. Carolina is what her name is. And her post is, my date has pictures of himself all over his house. That's weird. <laughs> Somebody said you're at his parents. <laughs> that is exactly what that is. You're at his parents. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's this is creepy. That is really <laughs> that is super creepy. And then another one, and this is funny because okay, yesterday I went to Costco. Same Bad season. day to go to Costco. Yeah. Jeez. Any day. Is any day a good day? What's no. the best day and time to go to Costco, do you think? Uh, uh actually I know that because the best day is best day and time is a half hour before they close. And it's usually on, uh, we've gone, we've done that pretty much every day of the week, like right before they close, but about a half hour before they close. And, um, really, mm -hmm. and it's not crazy, crazy madhouse or is no, everybody gone? I mean, it wasn't the, it wasn't usually, usually everybody's gone. Yeah. Usually everybody's gone. Um, either that or like right when they open, but who wants to do that? So like right when they, right before they close, it was on a random weeknight. It was like a Thursday or went Tuesday. Um, yeah. And there was hardly anybody in there and it was in, it was awesome. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I went and it was, it was an absolute mess when I was there yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Was, well, actually it was, oh, it was right around 11. That's the worst. Yeah. It was about 11 or 12 o'clock. It was absolutely terrible. Um, but somebody posted this and I'm like, Ooh, I kind of feel you. 
It says, dear stores that have self-checkout and a person at the exit to check your receipts. You can either trust me to do my own checkout. Right. Or you can put your cashiers back. <laughs> I'm not interested in proving I did your job for you. <laughs> I know it's 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 kind of frustrating. I hate that. Oh my God, it is. It's terrible. And and you get different colored receipts. Mm-hmm. So if you went through regular checkout, you get a white receipt. If you get your own, you get, what is it, pink or blue or whatever color it is. So they know that you did your own. So when you have hand them the white one, they don't even look at it. They just mark it. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. Right? But the other one, they go through every single thing if you did it. And it's like, are you kidding me? So then don't let me do this. I know. Then don't, get, don't make it an option. Just don't make it an option. Bring back the cashiers. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. I know it is. It is super frustrating. And and since we talked about it earlier this year about actual Walmart itself, they can't really ask you to see the receipt when you're leaving. We have not had that happen to us. And every time Beth's like, Oh, please ask me, please ask me, please ask me. And they haven't asked. Wait, okay. Go back through this again. Cause can they, okay. So Walmart can't like Sam's Walmart and, can't, but Sam, but Costco can. Yeah. Cause they're like membership, I guess. I don't know the, oh, the ins and outs, but, but it's a membership. So you're going in and, and you know, for what it's like exclusive access, I don't know, but like at a Walmart, you, they can't ask to check your receipt on the way out if you haven't uh, done anything suspicious or whatever. And since that came out, they haven't asked and Beth, it's all she wants she's, is for someone to ask. <laughs> she's like, please just ask me, just ask That's, me. And I walk about five feet behind her in case they do. That make her year. Uh huh. Oh my gosh, she would be like, "Wait, you know, what? What'd you say?" You know what you should do? Maybe you should arrange it so that somebody confronts her and asks for her receipt, just just to make her day. It and would see how she reacts. It would make her day, but it would ruin theirs. <laughs> it would be hilarious. You could, you, could, you, could, you could pay him, pay him a couple bucks, and say, "Here's yeah. you're going to take some abuse." Just say, "Ma'am, okay. I'm going to need to see your receipt." Oh God, and you got to say it that way. That's all you got to say. Yep. And then you just stand there and take it. Ma'am, I need to check your receipt. And I'll just be like, I'll just back up a little bit, like the Homer Simpson into the bushes. If you, and I bet you, I bet you that go viral if you video it. Oh, I, fe- I bet. Yeah. I'm just saying, this could be her big chance. <laughs> I understand though. Oh, man. Anyway, so that's pretty much all I got for y'all. I mean, uh, it was kind of kind of sparse i got yeah. all the leaves are gone so <laughs> i'm looking outside of i didn't i stayed out of the wind yesterday i just basically stayed in the house after i went to costco that was as far as i got yeah i mean and, yeah seriously uh, thanks thanks to the wind it's uh kind of amped up the needing to rake situation i thought i'd have another week or so but no i got to get on that i'm leaning into the leave the leaves on the ground because they're good for your grass mm-hmm. movement yeah, there's a movement out there that says just leave them. That's how. That's what Mother Nature intended. Clean it up in the spring. I'm like, yeah. why not? Okay, go after. Go I'm for it. it. Give it a shot. Yeah, give it a shot. I'll what let you heck? know how it goes. Come April. If we'll not, if you need to buy a new lawn, then you can always go to Centris and apply for a new lawn loan. And I don't you know can go-, if they go for that. They say you know you brought this on yourself. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you could. You could. You could. Um, Disguise the loan as anything you want. Call it whatever you want, home equity loan, whatever. But you, they're they're pretty helpful though. And and it is really cool to be part of a, a situation where you're dealing with a business that you're you're invested in, so to speak. You're you're part of the club. Kind of nice to be part of the club. Uh, they care about what you think and they they want to make sure that their members are all happy. And you can be a member of the Centris Federal Credit Union. It's not like it used to be, guys. So uh, you're looking for some individualized attention. Get on their website. Take a look around. Their blogs are fantastic. A lot of great information, user-friendly. But if you need something more personal, you can always call them too. 402-334-7000.
or centristfcu.org. Uh, thank them Very for good. their support. Thank you guys for yours. Great review. Subscribe our podcast wherever you get your podcast. Thanks. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.